Welcome back. It's been a little while. Uh, this is going to be a shorter episode, a uh, shorter reflection uh, on Kinevan and how it can help Agile retrospectives. Kinevan is Cognitive Edge's um, sense-making framework. It helps, in my opinion, to determine what kind of like issue are we tackling in our retrospectives. Is it something simple that has a, a, a straightforward solution or do we need to reflect a little bit more on it? And in my experience, I've seen most of retrospectives tackling those simple uh, or at most complicated issues and really skipping on reflection. And so the usual retro goes in by collecting data, uh, hopefully having some uh, clustering or, or um, patterns looked at from the group. Patterns perhaps are named, uh, definitely prioritized, and then there are uh, action items coming out of those uh, patterns discussion. What uh, and this is a simplification of, of what a retrospective is like, but one of the um, elements that I see happening over and over again, and where Canava can help, is okay. Uh, how can we fix this? So there is this pattern, or there is this card. How can we fix it? Uh, and it's a very linear kind of like there's a pro here's a problem how do we fix it and that in my opinion uh, is a does a disservice to to a, a retrospective by introducing Canavan you can um, Canavan or other complexity frameworks but in this case we're using Canavan as a as a way to uh, to deal with this discussion when we generate insights so after we got data about their last iteration we can use um, there is an activity called four points that doesn't require you to introduce the framework first. So you have what they call a uh, contextualized framework based on the data that emerged from the last iteration. And what those uh, four points are like is basically um, four corners and each corner has uh, a sentence. On the top uh, left, we have situation is clear in retrospect. On the top right, we have expert could know the right answer. On the bottom right, we have everybody knows the right answer. And on the bottom left, there is no right answer. And in the middle, there's an area where you're confused and you, you don't quite know where to put things. So the uh, the reason that, we, uh, that, that I think this helps retrospectives is it moves on to a discussion where Okay, if everyone knows the right answer, uh, that's that's fairly straightforward. Um, and the expert knows the right answer is also something that uh, we know where to go next. But the stuff that is sometimes interesting is the um, where when stuff is clear in retrospect, when stuff is complex, and we need to run experiments and reflect a little bit longer than just jumping onto a solution that everyone knows. Now what? I've seen happening here most of the time is so it, it's clear to someone, but not to someone else. So if you cannot come to um, some sort of like agreement in uh, in a timely matter, this is probably not as simple as the, that person thinks. Um, so yeah, try it out in your next retrospective. I have uh, an article that I'll link in the in the show notes. And once you've determined like where are things living in those domains, in those uh, spaces, 
uh, ask yourself or ask, have the group ask yourselves what, what we want to tackle next. Use some sort of like a prioritization, dot voting on what do we do, what do we want to tackle next, as well as what is in our area of control, in our area of influence, so what is outside of the sphere of influence. And this is a space where it might be interesting to see things that are outside of our control and influence, um, what parts or subparts uh, are um, simple, complicated, complex or chaotic and reflect on that and perhaps that helps generate um, some actions that are now within the uh, area of control or influence of the team. Well, thank you for listening and until next time, this is Enrico Teotti.